What's this podcast called? Sepsis from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh. Luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No! I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. <laughs> I was nominated for Winner Bowl. Uh, God damn it, Welcome everyone to this podcast. Did everyone do your vocal warm-ups? This is episode 187 of Podcast from Planet Weird. Uh, that voice you just heard was Juan. It was me. And I'm Sarah. And on this podcast we talk about uh, old movies from our childhoods. And uh, this movie that we're going to be talking Except about... Except I've never seen this movie. Well, this movie we're going to be talking about today is a... Nickelodeon film from 1996, and wouldn't you know it, it's actually the first Nickelodeon movie ever. Oh, this is the one? This gave birth to Nacho Libre. Mm -hmm. This walked so Harriet the Spy could walk so Nacho Libre could run. Uh, So, yeah, we're talking about Harriet the Spy today, and we'll jump into that in a minute. First, let's catch up. Juan, how have you been? Let me tell you something. Have you ever gotten a package in the mail and you get so excited because you're like, wow, a package. And then turns out that what you ordered is actually this small. So are you telling me that your lino cut is your press? No, my lino cut is full size, but I imagine getting a little miniature in the mail. That'd be so funny. Okay, so what? That was a bad joke. Okay, so I had nothing to do. I was asking a genuine question about how you were doing, and you give me nothing. Great. I gave you nothing. No, my press came in. It's great. I need to test it um, because I'm scared of messing it up because I only have a certain amount of paper, and I don't want to make a bunch of mistakes. Um, But it's great. It's great. Everything is going great. Um, Everyone's starting school again. That's great, I think. Um, I'm painting stuff. That's also great. I possibly might have a show next month, which is also great. Not me personally, but like I got invited maybe hopefully to be part of a show, maybe hopefully. A so that digital show or a real out. show? Um, it's a show for Inktober. Nah, I'm joking. It's a show about culture and heritage. But is it digital or in person? No, it's in person. In this economy? But it's outside. It's going to be in an outside area, so no one's going to be doing things. And if anyone gets near any of my artwork without a mask, if I'm in this show, then I will tackle them and stab them like Harriet the Spy should have done with all these other kids. How are you? Um, I am, My allergies are acting up today. Muffy Tell sis, us about how you got yelled at by a teacher. Muffy sis, the air quality, it's not good. Muffy sis, the fires. Well, no, our air quality is fine today. Our no, skies are not, clear. Bitch. Okay, that doesn't mean our air quality is good. It just means our sky is clear. Have you breathed? When the sky is clear. What, can I breathe? Did, have you gone outside and breathed? Yeah. 
I feel like I'm breathing in dirt. I mean, you were at a playground. No, just everywhere. How was that? How was like a play? There's just dirt in the air. Sis, we live in the desert. Oh my god. Yes, so school started back up today. Um, which is interesting. Um, so half the kids went today, half will go tomorrow. Um, apparently none of them come on Wednesday. Is that why you're off on Wednesday too? Yeah, I mean, I normally shouldn't have anything on Wednesday, period, but like, yeah, their school schedules are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. It would have made more sense if it were Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like colleges. Because why the fuck do you need a Wednesday in the middle of the week off? It, it would be smarter to give everyone a three-day weekend, no? Yeah, it's because they have early release on Wednesdays. Why they couldn't move that to a Friday, I don't know. Um, anyway, so yeah, apparently I have Wednesdays off. Which I didn't know until some kids were like, Yeah, we don't, no one comes here on Wednesday. And I said, the fact that you're like, I'll see you guys on Wednesday. You? And they said, you're fucking stupid. You don't even know the schedule. Yeah, so it was very bizarre to be back um, on campus with half of the children. Um, I mean, not even that, but like visually. Tell us what how visually it felt. How did it visually look to you? The dystopia of the images that you saw today. How it just was felt that? Sad. Like all the kids, like they'd be like, "Can we play on the jungle gym?" And I'd say, "No." They'd say, can we play Bulldog? I'd say no. So, like... What the fuck is Bulldog? They... And then, like... Because they're all separated in their groups. And most of them are like, my best friend is in tomorrow's group. Like, they all hate it. I think we should have... Well, sorry. ...waited to start, but no one listens to me. Anyways. uh, Yes, as you mentioned, I did get yelled at by a teacher. And I was like... Can you just chill? Could you, like, chill for a sec? Um, a teacher got mad that I was following a schedule, and I was not informed that there was adjustments made to the schedule, and I said, I'm just doing what I was told to do. And she said, I mean, okay, but here's the- What what do you want me to do about this? And I said, I don't really know, (laughs) but I have to do this now. (laughs) Like- She said lipstick in my Valentino white bag. Yeah, like... Wait, if if the schedule got changed, wouldn't that have made sense then if they were... No, if, like, after they... Okay, so explain your situation. There is recess, right? Oh, Everyone is, has recess, but you have to stagger the recesses. I'm sure this is very interesting. I was told that every recess... This is so... I'm sorry. This no, is talk about people it. People, people want to know. People need to know because the world is different, and people want to know what the what it people looks like. People want this drama. I, I, like kids were asking me like, where do I go if blah blah blah? And I'm like, I don't know. No one. Where do told I go if nothing. there's a school shooter doing COVID? No, they. I'm sure we'll do drills for that. Because did you see people are starting to do that again? But um, shootings or drills. Shootings didn't come, some kid like bring guns to school the other day. When? Anyways, um, kids like there's just it's very disorganized. We have a bunch of new teachers that don't know anything. Literally, I told you a new teacher asked me what I teach, and I said, "Oh, oh what? <laughs> Latin." You should have been. You should. 
<laughs> you should have been like, let's rock. Let's rock exactly. today. Exactly. A new teacher asked me about the schedule. She was like, hi, can I ask you a question? And, I'm, and she's like, I'm sorry to bother you. And I'm like, you're fine. I'm just here eating my sandwich. And then, like, the, it, okay, so this schedule. But everything was so messed up today. No one knew what was mm-hmm. going on. I mean, here's my thing. Why the hell are they even doing recess? Like, <laughs> let them do something else. Like, still give them that break, but they don't have to be outside fucking playing. I'm pouring my ice water again. Oh, my God. Um. No, I told... Well, I, I'm sorry you have to deal with that. The kids were, like, the kids are miserable out there. They're, like, they're hot, they're tired. A lot of them don't have their friends with them. They can't go on the jungle gym. They don't want to, like, just play with the hula hoop. Because I'm only on the big kids' playground. And the big kids aren't, like, I'm going to hula hoop today. No, like, they're the ones that play sports and stuff. Like, they don't want to just sit here. They're lucky I let them play on the goddamn swings. Because I had, remember the wipes? I texted you about the wipes. It's That's so what I'm saying. sad. Like, what if we just put on a movie for them? I like, said they straight can just up, chill. I was like, y'all, we should just be watching a movie right now. Like, I don't get why that's not happening like everyone could be just fat chilling watching a movie like doodling like just literally be like free period like just that's honestly what we should do like i'll cut all this out we've been talking for a long time about this but like no 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 keep it in honestly like it should be like a rainy day schedule thing where like the playground aides like walk through the classrooms and like keep an eye on everyone and the teachers can like have their break Mm -hmm. i don't get why that's Especially now, Muffy says the air quality, Muffy says the heat. Like, we don't need this right now. Muffy says. Never mind. Hmm. I was gonna say something. I was gonna make a third joke to complete, you know, the circle of jokes. Mm-hmm. The, the three. rule of three, yeah. The rule of three. But then I realized that I couldn't say anything that would have been smart or funny. And then I just thought, WAP. Great. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you, one, for listening to me rant about work. I'm sure I'll cut most of that out. Um, and uh, now let's just talk about Harriet the Spy. I don't have any clever transition. Let's just talk about Harriet the Spy, okay? No, no, no. There doesn't need to be one. There doesn't need to be one. Except I think we've given a couple. We th- I think we've expressed anger and frustration and wanting revenge. Uh, Harriet the Spy is a 1996 American coming-of-age film directed by Bronwyn Hughes in her directorial debut and starring Michelle Trachtenberg in her feature film acting debut. It co-stars Rosie O'Donnell, J. Smith Cameron, Gregory Smith, and Vanessa Lee Chester. It's based on the 1964 novel of the same name by Louise Fitzhugh and... The f- the film follows a sixth grade student who aspires to become a writer and a spy. So we're spies. That's what I was waiting for. Uh, directed by Bronwyn Hughes, this was her first film. She went on to do other movies. One of them was with Sandra Bullock and Ben Affleck. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. 
This is based on a book. Uh, so the writers for this film were Douglas Petrie, who worked on the Fantastic Four film, the one in 2005. Uh, was also okay, was like, mm-hmm. a writer, director, and co-executive producer on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Has written for mm-hmm. American Horror Story Coven. Um, also in was a one of the showrunners for uh, The Defenders on Netflix. So okay, they've done things. Okay, Douglas and Teresa Rebeck was the other writer, who it looks like she works more in theater and Broadway. Her work has appeared on Broadway and off Broadway stage in film and on television. Oi, bruv. You mean the telly? Oh, you mean the telly? That's what I mean, of course. Jap, good old Jap, chim chim, pip pip, do doodly do. Shut up. Um. Yeah, I don't know. She done stuff. <laughs> Anyways, um, she did some things. It was written by Louise Fitzhugh. The book was in 1964. That's a year that people were alive. Could you believe? Um, it, the book. I mean, we were alive in the 60s. Wait, just kidding. Um, <laughs> this the book is uh considered a classic in children's literature. Um. It, literature. Literature. Uh, in the U.S., it's ranked number 12 in the 50 best book for kids and numbers, number 17 in the top 100 children's novels. Of all time. In 2012. It might have moved up or down the list since then. We don't know. Oh. This movie was produced by Nickelodeon Movies, and this was the first Nickelodeon movie. As I said, many came afterwards. You had your... Obviously, like your Rugrats, Wild Thornberries, SpongeBob, like all of those things. You had your, uh, your Good Bear Gear. You had your Snow Day. You had your, uh, what are the other ones? Nacho Libre, like Nacho you said. Libre. Like you said. You have your series of unfortunate events. Yes. Frankie texted me and asked me where we watched that, and I said, "Wasn't that on like?" Netflix? Yeah, it was like, well, when we did the episode, it was on Netflix, but that was months ago, sweetie. So, sorry. Um, <laughs> the movie came out July 10th, 1996. The budget was $12 million hairs. Uh, what do you think the box office was? $12 million hairs. $30 million? Pretty close. It was $26.6 million. Damn it. Uh, it was filmed in... I'll never come close to that one time. <laughs> the last time with holes. Um, the, the movie was filmed in Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Ontario. Um, mm-hmm. In theaters, the pilot episode of Hey Arnold was shown before the film. And at the time, it was just called Arnold. Okay, Mr. Arnold. Uh, and I think on some he like he said no more hay. I think on some VHSs they have the, the the pilot of Hey Arnold included in it. Um, you know what's so weird about pilots? They're so ugly. Yeah, because no one had any money. Like pilots are such a weird thing to me because they're like kind of like not great. But yeah, I know when you see a good pilot, it's like ooh, mama. That's why I've I've always said never judge a show by its pilot. Even though technically, that 
that's what they use. That's how they're being. That's yeah. yeah. They're judged by like the studios, like the networks, and that's how they know if they get a full season or not. But like, I think us viewers mm. shouldn't judge it because you watch like a pilot of a show and you watch the second one; they're very different. You watch the pilot of Hannah like, Montana and then you watch the second episode. Miley looks ten years older. It's very strange. You have you ever seen the pilot for Steven Universe? Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't remember though, because I just watched him. I watched him at work with my kids. Like the animation <laughs> looks so buck wild to what it actually turned out to be. Or like the early Simpsons, they're ugly. Oh, ew! They're ugly. Yeah, aren't they like that weird? Like they're very pointy, big, long mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see the screenplay we talked about. Um. That it had those two writers, Doug and Teresa. T- yeah, Doug and Teresa. Um, Teresa? This says the director commented on the adaptation. Certain things about the 60s story, especially the relationship between kids and their parents, had to be adjusted to make sense because you don't have that same kind of formality that you had in the book in the 60s between parents and kids. So those things need to be made for made more natural for the 90s kids audience but it was very important to me that things that the things that really affected harriet in the book would be the things that really affected harriet in the movie the result mixed elements uh from various decades but hughes aspired to create a timeless film that featured little technology wow just like holes no phones not a cell phone in sight just people living in the moment not a cell phone in sight just people living before cell phones were invented Mm-hmm. This movie currently has a 48% in Rotten Tomatoes, um, and it got mixed reviews overall. Um, Roger Ebert <laughs> praised Michelle Trachtenberg's, Trachtenberg's performance, but conceded that it is not a very technically accomplished film or movie. The pacing is slow, and there are scenes that seem amateurish, but since Harriet doesn't intend to inspire anyone to become a movie critic, perhaps it will work a certain charm for its target audience. He said, this movie wasn't for me. So. But thank you for doing what you did. Um, Rosie O'Donnell won a Kid's Choice Award for Favorite Movie Actress. Michelle Trachtenberg won a Young Artist Award. Which award is better? Who knows? Uh, oh, and so did Vanessa Chester, who played uh, J- Janie. She also won a Young Artist Award. And, uh, she did. And Greg Smith was nominated, but didn't win. Ooh, little yeah, baby. Yeah, because he was just poor. Little baby Xenon boy. Obviously, there was the 2010 spin-off remake type of movie bullshit called Harriet the Spy Blog Wars that we watched and did it. Did we watch that? We did an episode on it and it was oh it was bad. If you like that so good for bad. you, but we oh, did not so enjoy bad. it. Um trivia so for this film uh Rosie O'Donnell remembers reading the book Harriet the Spy when she was ten years old. Um Okay the uh when harriet flips the through her notebook and it spells out all the letters did you see what it read no i was trying to figure that out what it, did it says say? everybody hates me oh i thought it was gonna say like everyone must die, <laughs> everyone must die. 
<laughs> no. This says Michelle Trachtenberg did some spying in real life when she was a bit younger. What does that mean? She, what, she was she used a to peeping hide Tom. Her parents' bed and listen into conversations. Yeah. What? The or fuck? was she like breaking into the government? <laughs> What's the <laughs> truth here? She was doing some real spy work. Um. Juan, what level of spy work were you doing? Juan, what is your history with Harriet the Spy? Never seen it. Have heard of it. I think I mix it up in my head with another movie, but I cannot remember what the fuck that other movie is. Well, you saw Blog Wars. I saw Blog Wars. What? Did Michelle Trachtenberg do another kind of... You know what I'm thinking about? Inspector you know Gadget. This, you know what I'm... No, what's the one with 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 American Horror Story Girl? With Nancy Drew. Girl? I'm thinking of Nancy Drew. In my head, they coexist in the same. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, was Nancy Drew a Nickelodeon movie too? I don't think it was. I think it just they aired it on there. Um, had you heard of Harriet the Spy at all before we did Blog Wars? I'm, yeah, I've heard of it, but like. I don't like I've seen the book mm. but I don't think I'd like I'd like watched any of it or whatever yeah I because this came out in before we were born before we were baby baby Bjorn or no it was a year after sorry so I don't know like we we didn't see this um I I think I saw this because I was maybe at like either in high school or like beginning of college i think i bought this at like a half price books because i was like oh this seems like something i would like because i like michelle trachtenberg and i like little kids movies from the 90s Mm -hmm. so i watched it for the first time within the past like i don't know five to seven years or something i don't know but (laughs) recently i didn't grow up with this at all i remember like we did. We talked about Blog Wars, and I know when Blog Wars came out, I remember thinking, like, I think I knew that there was an original Harry at the Spy. Like, I probably at some point, here's what happened probably at some point, is I probably, like, loved Michelle Trachtenberg from Ice Princess, Googled what else she was in, saw that she was in this movie called Harry at the Spy, and then I was like, I should watch that someday. <laughs> okay. It's just because I was a Michelle Trachtenberg stan from a young age. Anyways, um, we can go and get into our notes. Uh, This movie starts out with Harriet the Spy taking... Just being herself. Yeah, taking notes on what she sees because she's like, I want to know everything and see everything and you're supposed to write down everything that you see. Uh, So she's like at the... Hong is it Hong Fu, Hong Kong Fui, the TV show. It's called no. It's called like um, Wang Fat. Wang Chung. Wang Chung. No, Wang Fat. It's called Wang Fat or something like that. Chow Yun. Yeah, she's, Chow she's Yun out this, Fat, this, the actor. Something like that. Great. Um. She sees a bunch of Orthodox Jews, a little girl on a leash. She does see a girl um, on a leash. We see that girl cry, but then I thought to myself, maybe she deserves it. There are kids in this world that deserve to be on leashes. 
And let me tell you, it's some of these goddamn white kids that I see <laughs> running around. Mm-hmm. She sees a, but, yeah, a she man sees- steal a purse, but he gets caught. He stole my mom's purse. He doesn't get caught, Mama. Well, he, he runs into he a whole fruit over. cart. Where was he running? Yeah. Where are you? Why are you running? After that. So that was just our introduction of like, oh, Harriet spies on people. That's why she's Harriet the yeah, Spy. She, well, well, she spies on people and does absolutely nothing. Yeah. She just writes it down. She's just an observer. She doesn't do, she doesn't use her spying for justice. She just does it. So we meet all of her friends at school, all two of them. We got Janie and we got Sport. Sport is Gregory mm-hmm. from Xenon. Gregory. Sport is poor. Sport is a feminist icon, a gender. He doesn't <laughs> subscribe to gender roles. I love him. Also, Vanessa Chester, you might know. we. She was in Stepsister from Planet Weird. She was like the best friend in that movie. Um, she was also in... <gasps> What movie was she in one? What movie is one of your favorite franchises that she would have been in the second film of? Xenon? No. One of your favorite franchises. One of your favorite franchises. Harry Potter. Harry Potter? I'm joking. That bitch can rot. No. You mean J.K. Rowling? Yeah, I'm like, how dare you talk about Harry Potter like that? The man. No, no, no. JK, JK. Miss JK. JK, JK. Miss, we're not JK. We really do hate her. Mm -hmm. Um, Transformers? No, she's in the Lost World. Oh, is she the daughter in the Lost World Jurassic Park? Yes, she is Jeff Goldblum's daughter in Jurassic Park. She was also in... Let me... A Little Princess. Um... Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm, sure. Uh, you know, you want to know something? Even though I do like the first three Jurassic Park movies and really don't care for the newer ones, um, I haven't ever really seen Lost World. I just know about it. Are you shitting me? A couple clips. Didn't I text you about no. how bizarre Lost World was? Yes. Or was and it I the third how one? How bizarre it was, but I don't. Re- no, the Lost World is the bizarre one because there's like poaching, and then the the T Rex gets lost in San Francisco. <laughs> Homeward Bound, lost in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, so she's in that. Um, so that's a fun fact for you. Also, she was on the Bechtel cast. Fun. She did like either like one or a couple episodes on the Bechtel cast. So she's still around. Oh, so she's a recurring character. Oh, so she's a bad bitch. Um, I see. Let's talk about these secret tattoos that they give. Oh, God. Disgusting. This movie... This is something I did remember. I haven't watched this in maybe like five years, but I did remember. I was like, there's something about their damn toes in this movie. And this was (laughs) it. They do a thing where they separate their big toe from the rest of them and then interlock their feet. No, they just do a foot kiss. They just make a, a foot tattoo. Do you think someone you in the world the has gotten this tattoo on their foot for real? I was about to say, I don't, I wouldn't doubt it if someone fucking got this tattooed on their foot. But you know how much that would suck? Yeah. 
No, it's like one of the because most one. Places. I feel like it would hurt. Yeah. Yes, it's it's awful. It's like your palm. Um, but also it would rub off so fast. And no, that, and no like, one would really like, see it. And if you're like, hey, l- let me show you my tattoo, then you have to sh- take out your bare fucking foot. Keep okay, your but foot I feel like away. anyone that put it anyone away. Anyone that would get that tattoo is one of those people that wears like flip flops and jeans. <laughs> okay. They're one of those people. Like, they wear flip-flops for every fucking occasion. You're like, can you just wear a tennis shoe for once? Or, like, just anything that is a closed-toed shoe? We meet the other kids at the school in this class. We meet Marion Hawthorne. Bitch. Rachel Hennessy, who is Marion's second-in-command. Junior bitch in training, copycat. We meet Pinky Whitehead. Mm-hmm. Fish belly. We meet Carrie Andrews, who has boobs. Tits out. We meet yeah. Laura Peters. Scottish cheese? I d- Wait, what did I, why did I write cottage cheese? <laughs> I don't remember what her deal was. Um, the boy with the purple socks. Sleepy, sleep, leap, sleeps McGee. And um, Beth Ellen Hansen. I wrote down all these names. Oh, she I just needs a ki- few of them. Beth Ellen Hansen is the girl who that's, that's obsessed with boys. So she's literally just me. Uh, and the teacher is Miss Elson? Is that correct? Oh, she's a great teacher. She's amazing. She's what, yeah, she's what every teacher probably is, except for that one that yelled at you. <laughs> um, you know why I wrote Cottage Cheese? Because she's that girl with the pinched face. Oh, that that's right. I want to call right. her face. That's right. Okay, so like all of these. But she was eating like cheese, <laughs> like cottage cheese out of a thing, or yogurt. Yeah, all of these things, like while she's writing down. So she's narrating while she's writing down these little, like, character traits that they all have. But she's... Harriet's very mean about it. Like... No, she's not mean. She's very real. One... Harriet isn't doing things to be mean. Oh, you're... You're... You're Miss Signo. Um... What? Can you hear me? Yes. One. Maybe, like... I don't... She literally says if I was the boy with the purple socks, I would hang myself. Yeah, because he's boring. That's mean. You can't just write that about someone. Okay, no. Here's the thing. Here's the tea. You're miss. You're pulling a Marion Hawthorne right now. So, sh- so listen. You're you're being a Marion Hawthorne. <laughs> Marianne Hawthorne reads the worst parts of it's. This isn't a burn book. She's not being over here like. What's what's tits out, girl? Who's the third one? Who's the second one after Marianne Helen? Carrie Andrews. Carrie Andrews. She's not being over here like Carrie Andrews grew some tits and now she's a slut. No, no but she just saying says she, you would hang yourself if you were a person. If I wrote down I would, in my, If I was that... One. She says, okay, she says, she says, she says he's a man of mystery. That's alluring. But she says she would hang himself because he does nothing else. Like, she says if I only existed with that name, that would be the worst thing. Because she wants to be better than that. Well, why don't... But th- Marianne Helen just says... She's bo- he she just says if I were him I'd hang myself no context Why doesn't Harriet know his name? Why doesn't she learn his name? No one knows his name. Okay, so what then what's so bad about that if that's like That's his the cool teacher's nickname? fault. One if I wrote down if I was Juan Oliver Juan Oliveris I would hang myself, you wouldn't feel sad. 
No, I'd be like, damn, tell me why. No. Or I wouldn't be your friend anymore. I'd be like, fuck you, all right. See, exactly. That's why. That's why they all turned on her. Okay, we're getting ahead, but I feel a war coming on. Stay tuned, everyone. Um, so Harry and, and um, <laughs> we have the nominations for class president. and Nominations? Well, Marion wins for the third year in a row, and she's the one who gets... The president is the one who does the news, the sixth grade newspaper editing. Mm-hmm. As if that's like writing for the New York Times or something. That's that's the biggest thing you could get. Yeah. Um, we see Harriet on her spy route. She says, sorry, spy time. And she gets her gear on. She does her spy route. She spies <gasps> on Harrison Withers, who has the cats and the birds. The, mm-hmm. the birds and the bees. Okay, wait. Before that, though. Before that, though. We get, we get, we get, does, do you think Jamie grows up to literally be Saw? And again. Oh my god, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> you have to say that again because I didn't hear you. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Something just played. Um. No, I was going to say, do you think Jan- Jan- Janie? What's her name? Janine? Janie. Janie. Dick Chaney. Do, do you think Janie grew up to be Saw? Janie? With her science experiments? Yeah, because when Mary Marianne Helen, when they're talking about Marianne Hathorne, um, she's like, I'm going to create this poison that'll be untraceable so we can kill her, basically. And then she's also like, my amoebas are multiplying. I got to go home. Oh yeah, Maya Bebas. I think she becomes Saw. But also, yes, Harriet the Spy gets all get up in her knickknacks. I love all her knickknacks. Her little tins, her little butterfly tin, all her shit. And yeah, she goes she goes and spies. She goes and spies on the man at at at, at, at Fat Chung's restaurant slash not restaurant grocery store. And she sees that he's a, a food thief. And then I got mad at her. Oh wait, we're not there yet. Never mind. Harrison but Withers. But yeah, yeah, she goes with the cats he, and the birds checks on in the Harrison health Withers department. With the hats and the birds and the silver spoon, <laughs> little boy. <laughs> um, we no, yeah, he's. Do you think? Do you think Harrison Withers is a homo? I think so. I don't know. It felt right up your alley. I'm like, oh, good, a character Juan will relate to with these birds, with these cages. She says. She, he says he his passion is for his cats, but his work is for the birds. Ooh. Um, we meet Golly, which is Rosie O'Donnell's character. Golly is Harriet's nanny. And uh, she takes and Harriet, Janie, and Sport to Mrs. W's Garden of Sound. She just takes these kids to yeah. this garden and they just... This felt like an episode they of Zoom. fuck around. Truly, these angles, these cuts, very zoom. Um, their outfits are iconic. All of their outfits look so good. Janie is rocking them Dockers with those loose pants and like a weird vest shirt. We got their monochromatic outfits at the beginning of the movie when they're all at the school and they're all like, Janie is in all yellow. Sports and blue. And little poor boy is in all blue. And uh, and Harriet the Spies in all red. And I said, oh my god, iconic. But yeah, they get taken to Windchime Lady, um, her little house of craziness. And then they get drunk. 
They get drunk. <laughs> they don't Golly says, y'all want to get fucking faded? No, she doesn't get them drunk. She just gives them a little bubbly drink. A LaCroix. And she says, shake it up, take a sip, and make a wish. Um, then I this is where we're club, spying at Hong But now I can't do that at the club. This is where we're spying at Hong Fats. And she, like, she's hearing, like, this family fighting. And she's like, oh, families are all the same. Like, they all fight. Um... Harriet Sport and Janie make fun of Marion's newspaper articles. They're like, Dude, this is stupid. We, you could do better than that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. The veggie thief from earlier that you mentioned uh, shows up when Golly and Harriet are having their night in. And she says, Wait, Who he's the not fuck a veggie thief. Yeah, she really does that. She starts pulling a Golly is all mine and she'll never be yours. They never got together at the end. Golly and that man never saw each other again. He didn't even know she left. Yeah. He didn't know where she went. Um, but no, that man that man is just distributing essential like essential items. Mm-hmm. Harriet the spy thinks he's a thief. He's actually just distributing equal distribution of essential materials. Who's 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 the wrong? Who's in the wrong? Harriet, because she's privileged. The the bratwurst is burned, so they and that's the wrong. And they end up going to dinner and movie because of this. The three of them and they have such a fun time. But when they get home, they're the Harriet's parents are. They pissed. have such a fun time. What kind of nineteen thirties ass movie did they go watch? Yeah, they watched some like femme fatale. Movie. They went to go see. They went to go see. A femme fatale marathon with of Matahari, whatever that is. Yeah. And Meta Harry. So the the parents are so mad that the mom fires oh Golly. Oh my god. And Golly's like And then Golly says, Alright then, I'll quit. And then the mom says, Wait, no, I'm just joking, JK. Yeah, she's like, Wait, I was being irrational and then she's like, No, it's time for me to go. Like this is it should happen, it's fine. And Harriet over. Okay, but these parents this. These parents suck. Yeah, remember they did in Harriet the Spy Blog Wars, too. I don't really remember, but I'll agree. At least that's consistent. Oh my god, your drippy-ass fucking <laughs> water bottle. It's slowly god. melting. Um, Golly says goodbye and tells Harriet to keep writing. And then after that, we just see some scenes of Harriet missing Golly. We see the health department. She gets depressed. We see the health department finally nailing uh, Mr. Withers. They said, mm-hmm. we got him, boys. Um, more family fighting at Hong Fu's market. And who shows up to buy some groceries at the market one? Little poor boy. Mm-hmm. What's his name? It's Jimmy? Sport. Sport. Mm-hmm. Yes, the worst name for a child, Sport. Um. Yeah, Harriet's all depressed. She sees she's seeing the world through a different lens. She sees that she sees that Sport is poor. He's poor. Mm-hmm. He's poor because he can't. He's buying some milk. He's got some cheese. He's got some eggs. He maybe has like something else. But she said six fifty seven or some shit. He said and he I gotta says, put the I cheese only back. Five dollars. He said I have to put. The yeah, cheese and back. then Harriet says I saw you drop this, and he is. You know he's upset because he never wanted anyone to see he was poor. Mm-hmm. He's clearly, like, embarrassed, so he's like, I gotta go. 
we have the class coming up with some holiday pageant ideas. Oh my and god! Janie suggests the Manhattan Project. Um, but shockingly Legend. enough, that's not what they go with. They end up uh, going with Marion's idea for the holiday feast pageant. So we see that at the end. Um, Janie, I hate this bitch so much. We see in Janie's room, we see her chemistry set because she's a woman in STEM. Uh, and her mom mm-hmm. is like, you're going to burn this place down. Um, we have Harriet spying on Sport and his dad. And she like almost falls out of the window, but then Sport helps her up. Not mad How that the, he, what the hell kind of- he's being spied on, though. No, it's just a, it's her. It's a quirky little thing she does. They're all used to it. It's just she's being quirky. She's just quirky. Oh my god, quirky girl hours. Um, sport. We learn more about sports life. So he cooks. He cleans. He made it nice. He, yeah, he does all those things. He pays bills. He does the books. He's an accountant. Yes. Sports said, "I want to be a basketball player or some shit," and I said, "Sis, you're gonna be an accountant." Just shut up. You're going to work in accounting. Oh, my God. This kid is basically running this family because his dad is me. I think his dad, by the way, is the actor who played the detective in Get a Clue. Did I confirm that? No. Am I going to do it now? No. But he looked like the same man. Anyways. Okay. Um, while Harriet's over there, she takes a picture of Sport in his cleaning attire and we're like, oh, I wonder and if oh that boy. will come back to haunt him. And it does. Later. And it will. Um, we have a new spy stop that Harriet goes to. It's Agatha K. Plummer's house. Agatha K. What the Plummer, hell is all this about? Played by Eartha Kitt. I don't know. I don't understand this. But, like, I'm glad to see Eartha Kitt here. Um... I love how Eartha Kitt was in the credits and I freaked out and I'm like, oh, she's really just out here for like two seconds. She, well, her, her, like what, her, what, what do you call that person? Is it her like assistant or something? Her maid? That catches her in the dumbwaiter. And so this is the first time Harriet's been caught and a good spy never gets caught. So she's a bad spy And now she's even more depressed. Yes. Well, She's invading someone's fucking home. I think this is where we start to draw the line, Harriet. There's a lot that can be discussed about Harriet, and we'll get to it. Um, we have the scene where the kids are playing in the park. Um, I do want to mention that Harriet this is from the 90s. It's, she uses the R word, the R slur, so not great. Um, Why she does that out of nowhere is beyond me. That's just like what they did in the 90s, man. Um, She's just trying to be cool. She's trying to show off to her friends. So the kids are all playing tag, and while they're playing, Harriet drops her notebook, and Marion picks it up, takes it, and reads everything. Not everything, I but reads. I hate this fucking hoe so reads much. Reads to the I classmates hate her so much. about what was what she wrote about them. So it's everyone's feelings get hurt, especially Janie and Sport, because. What? Because this is the shit. This is the shit that I was telling you. This is Mary Ann reading. She's a speed reader. This is Mary Ann speed reading and then choosing the worst things out of it because she says, Janie, let's see what she wrote about you. I'm scared of Janie. Like, I think Janie's crazy. She says, and we see her earlier say, 
sometimes I'm scared of Janie. I don't know if she's going to be, like, the world's greatest scientist or, like... A nutcase. An evil genius. Yeah. But she just says, Mary Ann Helen just says, Janie is a nutcase. And I said, where did she write that? No, she doesn't. Where did she, she write that? She reads what Harriet wrote. But again, they're just reading the negative stuff. They're not being over here like, oh, she's obviously being, like, funny about the situation. Sis, you're over here talking about making a laser beam? She is a little crazy. Either Janie is going to be a scientist or she's going to start cooking meth. What she wrote about sport is, sport is so poor he can't even afford food. One day I had to pretend I dropped a dollar just so he could afford cheese and bread. And what is, and see, okay, and that's the tone of voice. If you read it differently, it would have been like, he's so poor, like one time I had to help him, like, it's not, it's the tone of voice, because he's reading it like, he's so poor, one time I had to help him buy milk, instead of being like, oh, he's so poor, one time I had to help him buy milk. There's a method. I mean, true that Marion's, like, inflection, like, affected it. Marion's a little bitch, and I wish he got stabbed. Okay, um, so, but everyone's mad, because an, it's like, oh, this girl has boobs. This girl's face looks like it's pinched in. Like, this kid... Okay, I but everyone's laughing. They're all laughing until it's everyone's, about them. Yeah. So why the fuck are they all mad at Harriet? They're all laughing. It's not. It's like everyone else thinks it's funny, so why aren't they mad at everyone? I don't know, but Sport and Janie... Ign- Mob mentality. Ignore Harriet in class. Everyone's ignoring them. Everyone's ign- ignoring Harriet... And there is the note in class that says Harriet M. Welsh smells good. Smells. <laughs> no, just smells. <laughs> Me just writes good underneath it and then throws it back and be like, "Who wrote that?" So what does she do? She goes. She goes to the bathroom. She goes to that weird ass sink, and she starts doing a little sponge bath. Maybe. Do you remember? Do you remember those sinks? No, I've n- I've only seen them in this film. And I have I have I have vague memories of those types of sinks growing up in elementary school, and they are weird. But they're like half sinks, so like back in elementary school, we used to have that same kind of setup, but it was like a half version of it, where like it would be that circle, and then you would like stick your thing underneath to get the soap. It was weird. I didn't like it. It sounds weird. Um, it's like when you go into like a football stadium and instead of, I mean, this is a guy thing. It's literally like a trough and you're like, yeah. Um, let's see. Harry, or Harryan. (laughs) Marion. Harryan the harlot. Marion says that the kids have a plan to get her and they show up on her spy route and they're like, they're the cast of Stomp all of a sudden. They're bang, 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 bang. (laughs) Bang, bang. Bang, bang, finger bang, bang, bang. Um, so Harriet... Here's the thing I didn't... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh. I, I was gonna... Here's the thing I didn't notice. So, all throughout the movie, we're getting these, like, Jimmy's body is changing. Amanda's becoming the, a woman. The puberty video. It's... You know why she smells? It's because she's going through puberty. And her body odor. She needs to wear deodorant. I didn't take it as she actually smelled. I just assumed they were just like, let's just be assholes. I think they're being assholes, but maybe she could use deodorant. (laughs) Well, who couldn't? Um, 
So Harriet, like, avoiding them, she's, like, climbing up to the roof, and on the roof, a cop catches her and brings her home. Um, so Harriet's parents are like, we have cops at our door bringing you home, like, what the hell's Harriet going on? Harriet said, a cop. She said, cop, one cop. She said, all cops are bastards anyways. Harriet the mm-hmm. spy said, all cops are bastards. Um, but... They're like, we're going to take your notebook away from you. Like, this isn't, like, we, we can't be doing this. And then she calls out their vices. She's like, you have, like, fucking martinis every goddamn night. Like, Dad, you you're an alcoholic and mom, you're addicted to, to social life. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. But they take her notebook away. Um, we have Rachel accidentally, quote unquote, pouring blue paint on Harriet and the rest of the kids. This is. Help, quote unquote. Okay, see, here's where I wish this movie had taken a turn. Imagine if you took the whole beginning half of this movie, and then it turned into a horror film right here. It did. That's what this felt like. This is her Carrie White moment. This is where she goes ape shit and kills everyone in the town. Mm-hmm. Would I have done it? I wish. She slaps Marion across the face and get, leaves a nice blue handprint. The teacher is just like, yes, yes, everyone help. Instead of being like, everyone get away from her. Mm-hmm. She's clearly screaming. Like, this teacher's clueless. She's a great teacher, but she's stupid. Um. So now Harriet's starting to get her revenge. She's cutting Laura's hair. She's fucking with Janie's chemistry set. She posts that picture of Sport in his like little cleaning skirt. Uh, like all around the She school. goes and destroys Mary Helen. Yeah, so she's she's just getting her revenge. Um, I love when she goes up to Marianne Hawthorne and she says, My parents said you don't even have a dad. He moved far away because he doesn't fucking love you. Har- that was the tea. Harriet's parents sent her to a psychologist. That was a weird... Bitches. Did you see those jacks? Those giant jacks that were in his office? Did you see that weird chair that she was sitting in? Yeah. What kind of... What kind of... What kind of what's that movie? What kind of Oogada Boogada Oogada Boogada Boogity Boogity Beetlejuice ass? <laughs> um so the parents decide to give her her notebook back and soon after this Golly comes back. They say, Turn around yeah. every now and then I call Golly and I tell her to come over because you need some help. And then Golly's like, Turn You need around. to apologize yeah. to these kids. And no, she says you need to apologize and lie. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love Golly. She knows how to play both the coins. She said, you have to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Because the lying part, isn't it just like, say like, I didn't mean these things or something? Well, because Golly understands. She's like, you never did. You never wrote anything bad. You wrote the truth. You wrote what you saw and you wrote it out as you observed it. You were, she wasn't being like, I know he's poor, blah, blah, blah. She was just saying, he's poor, I had to help him. That was it. She said, this girl looks like she has a pinched ass face. Sorry you look like that, sis. Your dad don't fucking love you. Sorry you're a bitch. Like, she's just writing straight facts in a what? What is it called when you don't have an opinion? It's just like, straightly, not, she's writing stuff in a non-objective format. Or in an objective format? Uh, sports Subjective? sports da- dad who is a writer, um, he makes ten thousand doll hairs. Money. Um, 
Which is nice. And uh, we find this out when, like, Harriet is apologizing to Janie and to Sport. Um, and I think they both accept it, right? No, they don't. Oh, great. They both say, get the fuck out of here, Harriet. And then, and then later... Yeah, so after oh, all right. of that, I she's wrote, trying. I like, wrote, nobody forgives her. I did write that. Yeah, no one get, no one forgives her. And that's when, like, that's when I was like, okay, Harriet, you know what? F your friends. Because she's, she even says it herself. She's like, she's like, I can either choose to be a spy or I can choose to have friends. And I'd rather be a spy. I'm like, yes, live your fantasy. Um, Harriet says they should... Change the rule that one person is the editor of the newspaper. And so the teacher's like, yeah. well, do we have any nominations? And this is when Purple Socks finally becomes an interesting character and says, I nominate the Grinch. Yeah, he's like, she's a good writer and like I'd like to read what she writes. Even though she said she would hang herself if she was me. He's just boring. And Sport and Janie, like, second and third the nomination, and the whole class. And this is when I'm like, all right, this is fantasy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so then she, it's her and Marion both get to write, right? Yeah, they become, like, co-editors, because she was like, It shouldn't just be one We all have different experiences. Yeah, we should all be able to write, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and then at the end, um, so that's supposed to be, like, Janie and Sport and everything, like, they're all good now at this point. Yeah, they, for somehow, some reason, ended up forgiving Harriet, and now they're all Gucci gang. Yeah, it wrapped up really quickly, didn't it? Um, it literally went from, like, 160 to, like, 3. And at the end, there's the quote where she says, there's a difference between looking at stuff and really seeing it. Um, we also see that Harrison Withers got one of his cats back, which is nice. No, a kitty. He has a kitten. Um, we have Harriet writing in the newspaper, retracting her notebook statements, apologizing and being like, nope. It's not like they weren't, they weren't, it's not like they were fake observations. She was like, she lied. She said, I retract what I said, but I know it's facts. Uh, then we have the holiday pageant where they're it's they're acting out the feast and they sing they dance to get up off of that thing by James Brown and uh, then they set off a stink bomb and that's how the movie ends. Oh really? Did it end like that? That's just how it ends. I stopped watching right there because I'm like, this is not Ella Enchanted. I don't need to watch oh this. Oh my god. All right, well, let's read some IMDb reviews. And it's all right. IMDb. 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 All right, so most of the reviews were positive, but I did find a couple that were less than positive. Um, love that. I love being less than positive. This one. What the fuck that's is Marty that? Marty playing with a toy. This is six. Oh, six, I was like, you got a bird. This is six out of ten stars. Um, so not like terrible or anything, but like a D, a D letter grade. It's called. It's yeah. called Harriet. How I remember you, and it was written in March two thousand eight by Acolyte underscore Libra. 
Here's what they said. Okay. I saw. <coughs> oh, my. I went, this I again? went to Notre this? Dame Cathedral. I saw this movie with my dad when it came out in the theaters. Ah, it came out in 1996. I feel so old. I'm sorry. My age just slapped me in the face. Anywho, we were watching the movie, and the movie went out just as Harriet was taking out all her supplies from various places. And I remember telling my dad, maybe they don't want us to know where she keeps her things. The reason I bring that random memory bring up that random memory is because it was I was so enhanced by it. Remember I remember saying that. I used to love this movie. This the movie used to depress me though as Harriet loves all her friends thanks to her spying. Anyway, the acting is okay. <laughs> Granted it's no Shakespeare in love, but it's okay. The story is also very out there. However, it that's not fair for me to say as I can't remember the storyline. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is no Shakespeare in love. <laughs> this was just a review from from memory. They're like, I haven't seen this in forever. <laughs> I don't. But sure. I think this is how the movie goes. It's okay, I guess. And then this is a positive review. It's by Ted G, written in 2005, and it's called "Is About Itself." This little film. Okay. Ha- <laughs> This little what the fuck? This little film. This little light of mine. <laughs> this little film has been roundly criticized for being disjointed and amateurish. Well, it is disjointed. Part of it's part of it is surreal allegory. Part of part realistic morality play. Part of it moves with. I'm sorry, surreal allegory. Part of it moves with a natural rhythm, while other parts seem to have been transplanted from afternoon TV. Some is done with cartoon cosmology, and the rest is straight from Marlo Thomas's heart. Distributed throughout are models of bad acting and unconsidered dialogue, and I loved it all. Why? Because this is in the tradition of movies and books that generate themselves. Rather, the characters in the stories play double duty as the authors of the story and the creators of the world that surrounds it. So it makes sense as precisely what a preteen would imagine her se- older self writing about her. Indeed, the whole thing is a meditation on how someone might abstract the world for writing without a mature faculty for abstraction, which is to say how a kid would imagine an adult's mind imagining a kid's mind. It's all about what? the deep problems of writing. I imagine the author of the book originally of the original book sitting down and having trouble writing, then ruminating about why on the page. Therefore, we have a youthful experimenter, a blocked writer, a gardener who makes environments from trash, another maker of environments, cages, who craves companionship, a woman who lives in a cage, Eartha Kid, the dad who was a movie comedian together with lesser characters, and the spy who spies so she can write what, she, what we see. It is all about sight and callow abstraction, just what movies were made for. Sure, it differs from the book because film can amplify what the book cannot. The adapter, the guy that did the game as life as game Jumanji project, understood this. What the hell is this review? (laughs) It's so much. Three out of three worth watching. Yeah, I don't know. Did you just skip? No, it, it's it ends with Ted's evaluation. Three out of three, worth watching. 
Ted went in. I think I like went into the void. T- Where the Ted fuck did I just go? This review sent me somewhere. Ted wrote a thesis on this film. Um, I don't. I literally blanked out and just like zoned into it. I don't know that we have any tweets about this one. I'm checking. I'm checking. I'm check 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 checking. Oh, we got some. Um, first of all, I mean, no one, I don't think anyone did lives, live tweets. We just had, um, first of all, Leela said at least this isn't Blog Wars, so there's that. Um. Okay. But Aisa sent in a couple things. Um, Aisa, IceDog49, Harriet the Spy, a defining movie of my childhood. I thought I was Harriet with my journal as a kid. Shout out Golly, Janie, and Sport. And just remember, kids, friendship is fragile, so don't go talking about them behind your backs in your notebook. Um, or they will pour blue paint on you and start an anti-spy club. Also, Harriet's parents suck for not being there for their daughter more and taking away the one thing that matters when you need it most. This movie definitely made me feel for Harriet, even though she was in the wrong. 8 out of 10, a thousand times better than Blog Wars. Why Disney? Why? So Aisa agrees that Harry was in the wrong in some parts. I don't. Okay, uh, thank you, Aisa, for your your comments there. Uh, Juan, what are your final thoughts on the film? I like this movie. I thought it was, like, it's very Matilda-esque. Like, I love these, like, high-production children's movies. Based like, on books. Based on books. Like... The Parent Trap is good because of this exact same reason. Harriet the Spy is good because of this. Matilda is great because of this. Like, I don't like how, like, movies now, or, like, movies now for kids are very much, like, Vine and, like, (laughs) feeling where it's, like, high energy, very annoying. Mm -hmm. Like, I love this where it's, like, very, like, real. I don't know. I just, TBH, like, I quote a bunch of Vines and shit, but, like, I hate, like, that whole, like, Jojo Siwa energy where it's just so much. Oh, Jojo. Like, that annoys I know you listen. That annoys the shit out of me. I know you're a fan. Joannimus Anonymous. Um, but I like this. I like Harriet the Spy. I thought it was a good movie. I, I if you have a private journal, you never let it leave the house. That's How that is that? on her as well. Like honey, like you can't just why are you running around? Yeah. You can't just run around. Don't... Do, do these kids not have a fucking backpack either? They're all over here like, whoops, I just threw all my shit on the ground. Gotta run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good So, point. that's on her. But also, like... Again, I think it was... Is it objective or subjective? Objective, right? Objective was what you write at the beginning of your paper. Oh my god. She's just writing what she sees. It's not her fault that you're poor, that you have a pinched face, or that you're obsessed with boys and someone needs to kick your ass because she's like, there's no reason for you. Harriet the Spy is asexual. If you want to have your asexual <laughs> demon queen, Excuse this me? is her. Why Why are they a demon one? Be, I don't know. I thought of like, uh, I thought of Adrian and Michelle's bisexual demons. Oh. And I thought, and I thought of that. Um, but if you want to have your queen, I think it's her because she doesn't care about love. Mm-hmm. She cares about golly, but I think as a mentor and a friend, and I don't think she's 
she ain't out here because she her mom says either that or she's a big lesbian because she says one day you're gonna have kids and she said i don't think so i don't like the concept or the idea of that so harriet the spy she can be your asexual queen there you go interesting um, well, how many... How did I come to that conclusion? Where did I go? I don't know, but how many, anyways, how many stars? Anyways, four out, of, four, out of, four out of five. Okay. Um, nah, 3.8. Is that your final score? That's my final score, because okay, I wish she had stabbed all of the kids in her class. Okay. I'm going to give this a three and a half um, out of five. I, I agree that, like, the style that it's in, I do like that it's very, like, surreal. It feels very, um, feels similar to, like... It feels like you're in the mind of a killer. It feels like The Adventures of Pete and Pete, which is also a Nickelodeon show, and also had Michelle Trachtenberg on it for a little bit. Um, so, I don't know if that has anything anything to do with it, but it just, it's very different than a lot of kids movies like and like the pacing mm-hmm. is weird and everything but i like that it's very different i think harriet was in the wrong in some parts um but i think overall this is like a cool story like i think you're right like a lot of people like a lot of kids grew up looking up to like matilda and like uh harriet the spy these girls that like wanted to be writers like i've heard a lot of people be like this is who I looked up to. By people, I mean like celebrities, like not real people. Celebrities. Mm-hmm. The stars. Uh, but yeah, I think this is, uh, like the the style of it being like so surreal makes up for like maybe some of the flaws in like the pacing and stuff. Um, I think the, the pacing issues come with the fact that like we get a lot of Harriet being, like, depressed. Mm-hmm. But because she's a child, like, she can't explain. it. Yeah, there's no, like, there's no, like, A, B, C kind of sequence in this movie. It's kind of, like, A, C, and now we're at C. But that's, like, what's cool about it Like also is, like, just, like, kids' movies aren't really, like, made like this anymore. Like you said, like, everything's very high energy. Nothing is paced like this. Nothing have has like these like quirks yes it is like oh all these characters are so quirky but like it's nice to see this compared to like a lot of other kids movies um i mean let's say it it's not like disney channel movies now huh like disney channel movies like right i know this isn't a disney channel movie but like i'm thinking about literally like upside down magic where she was like I'm funny. Look at me make these stupid funny jokes. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm not funny. Like, that kind of comedy bothers me a lot. I think that just comes with the, like, generations. Like, the generation that will watch Upside Down Magic is the TikTok generation. Like, they're very, like, you know? So, like, we just grew up in different times. Um, And that's fine. Like, they can have that, and we can watch Harriet the Spy. Um... Yeah, I, I just like that this movie's different. It's funny because, like, I don't like Matilda. Maybe when we do an episode, I'll be like, oh, my God, I actually love it. Um, I don't like Matilda. But, I, like, Matilda is also, like, 
such a weird style as well that isn't like other kids that one is a fever dream yeah and that's why it scared me as a kid um but yeah you got danny devito narrating the first half and then matilda narrating the second half yeah i'll do three and a half um overall i enjoy this one i remember like i think i want to read the book now i think a lot of the like quirky things i've from what i've read this is like a very true like like a very well adapted book to film and um i think Mm. you can tell that like a lot of those quirky things like doing like the foot tattoo or like having this boy with the purple socks like those things just sound like thing like something that would be in a novel like this and i think i think that's it's nice that they kept these all in because when you go into fucking blog wars you don't have the boy with the purple socks and it's like why am i here like a direct is blog wars like a direct like no remake kind of of like the book no because there was um i think three harriet the spy books but none of none of them where she was like a teen blogger um okay there was i mean this they were also written in the 60s so like imagine being like i'm a teen the second one was called the long secret and that one came out in 1965 and uh i mean blog wars is the same premise as the as this movie right where it's like all her friends found out that she's been talking shit i think that was it I don't remember. Um, but The Long Secret was the second book, and then the third book was called Sport. So, I guess it's all about sport. Um, okay. Anyways, yeah, I think I want to read this book. So, it's always nice when a movie's like, it makes me want to read a book. I think that's nice. But that's. Let us know what you think about those books then. Thank you. Yeah, I'll. Because I won't read them. Yeah. I'll let you know. You're supposed to read Upside Down Magic, and I'll read Harriet the Spy. And we'll meet back up for our book club. And we'll, yeah, we'll meet back up later. Um, But yeah, that's it. That's Harriet the Spy. It's a quick movie. So, quick episode. Um, Now let's give a shout out to the one, the only. Juan, who's Iris? Iris is our friend. Sorry, I was yawning. And our podcast artist, she has done all the artwork you've ever seen. Except for last October, because that was Mara Dixon. And you can follow her at Garden Slug with two Gs. And you can follow Iris if you like her artwork, or you just want to support another artist or check out their work. You can check her out at uh, Creamsicle Panda on both Twitter and Instagram. Or, and... Not or, and if you like her work a lot, you can go support her financially through Patreon at patreon.com slash creamsiclepanda. Who will design this month's, or uh, uh, this year's October uh, artwork? Who the fuck knows? Stay tuned to find out. Do we know? Hell no. Might, might it be one of us? Hopefully not. No. Will it be maybe Mara Dixon again? Maybe she did such a good job last time. Will it be Iris? No, because she's not open for commission, so don't even fucking ask her. Um, I, I'll d- who could I'm it gonna be? DM this Mara animal that I did see. Can and if Mara help? says will it no, be a, then, then I'm calling. Yeah. Will it be a red panda or will it be a garden slug? Or some other type of animal or insect. Find out in October.
Um, you can. Can I be? Can you can be the butterfly woman Ew, because you're so scared of them. That. You're overcoming your fears like Batman. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Planet Weird Pod. And if you want to support the show, a couple things you could do: you could leave a rating and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening. Uh, you know, Spotify, Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. so you know when those yes. episodes drop. Um, you can also subscribe to us on Anchor, and on Anchor, you can also do a couple little fun things like leave a voice message for an upcoming episode, or give us money. That's right, support us financially. <laughs> give us money, period. And thank you to the people that already do that. That's Emily Palmer, Natalie Hernandez, Alexa Pratt, and Ivy Golly. Um, new merch, maybe sometime in the future. We're working on October stuff and other stuff. Just, I know, like, October is going to be weird because we're not going to be together, but... I still, no one's going to be together because everyone should still be yeah. social distancing as much as physically possible. But I, I, I still want us to have a good time. So Don't you dare try to come ticker treat at my house. I'll punch you. Stay tuned for fun stuff in October. Um, but next week we have our, our last episode of, uh, of September. Before we get to the really spooky ooky stuff. September's almost over? Yeah, could you believe? Shut up. How many weeks of September do we have left? Well, today's the 14th. So we're like halfway through, you know? Shit. That means I only have maybe three weeks to work. Fuck. Okay. Sorry. I have to make a painting for this show. Wait. Wait. Maybe we don't have... Oh, no. No. Oh, next week's not... Then okay, we have two more episodes in September. Oh I'm so sorry. God. I you jumped the, the gun. I just wanted to get to Halloween too quickly. Okay. So um next week's episode is going to be all about Rufio. It's gonna be about Hook. I thought you were saying Marcuccio <laughs> and you were just on the first word. And I said We're watching Boz Lerman's Romeo plus Juliet. No, we're watching Hook. And that's a movie that I was also, like Matilda, I was scared by as a kid and now dislike it because of that. And hopefully I will be able to learn to love it in this viewing. So you'll want to- Overcome your fears. You'll want to hear that episode to hear, like, to see if I overcome my fear of Hook. Um, and and old ass- I don't think she and will. Maggie Smith <laughs> saying, Peter. So, oh my God. yeah, come back next week and, and see if I overcome that fear. Um, Hook, I think you can just, you know, rent it. I don't think it's streaming anywhere anymore. But rent it if you want and tweet us or email us or voice message or DM your thoughts about Hook, okay? I know y'all love Hook. So that's it. Um, we filmed a video and that'll be coming out soon. Some Friday, either this Friday or next Friday or the one after that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a, a kooky, quirky time, so we'll let you know when that's up. Make sure you're following or just tuning in every week to stay up to date. And um, yeah, Juan's just playing with his collar. What are you doing? 
And I'm folding my collar inside out just for fun. But truly, we are halfway through September. Tomorrow is... 30 days past September, April, June, and November. Yeah, tomorrow is officially halfway. You know? Great. So, this year, it's... We're, we've been in quarantine so long, everything is flying by. Zoom, 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 make my heart go boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? I love depression. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyways, hope you ghouls are staying safe and are are doing well i hope y'all are healthy um ivy i know you went to disney world you better sit the fuck down and drink some emergency and pray you better get covid tested yeah you better you better stay healthy because i don't want to hear that you got covid from disney world because I'll say do 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 I hate to do ba do boop boop and say I told you so do ba do boop boop do they love to boo do ba do Anyways, what? Okay. <laughs> um, there's a lot of shit going on, and we hope we made th- your day a little better. We probably didn't. We probably made it worse. Um, but Sarah's oh, frozen. I don't know what she's saying. Screen, and I think that's the cue to go, everyone. Oh, great. Um, be nice to each other. Uh, stop gender reveals 2020 and um, that's it goodbye alright well anyways signing off goodbye goodbye to you my friends I don't know where she went goodbye goodbye